0: Knoxville, you never know what's gonna happen in In Knoxville, Knoxville. you never know what's coming down your street on Knoxville. Knoxville. Welcome to Knox and on Knoxville's Door, a podcast where two Knoxville boys talk about all things Knoxville and East Tennessee and share a few laughs. My name is Trey Townsend.
1: And I'm Grant Howard. We are coming to you live from... The tip top of the sun sphere, the very
0: tippy toppy of the sun sphere,
1: and we have something we have to admit to. Brad from Ottawa told us, "Is it Oodawah or Etowah?" It's Oodle There's Those
0: two different towns. Though. Yes,
1: Etowah. It, it was Oodle
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. Tennessee. He called us out, Trey. Primo. Moved out a year ago.
0: Well, a year ago from now. But what he doesn't know—he doesn't know—is Trey. We were recording these episodes like a year, year and a half ago when Primo was still in the sun sphere below. That is exactly right. So now we come in here, and it's a different—it's a different mood because there's no, there's no restaurant. There's no people milling around. You know, we would get scraps from, from the chef. Yep. In between, you know, recording. The one thing about it that does suck for us is that, you know, now that no one's here.
1: You might say it is no longer primo real estate. Very good. Thank you, Trey. Thank you.
0: You know, they were charging. We tried to see if we can move down into the, the observation. Restaurant.
1: Oh, we, were, we weren't going for the observation deck. Well, that's the ultimate goal, but okay, they said it would be. I just really want a donut-shaped office.
0: They said it would be $100,000 an episode, and I was like, you know, it might be worth it.
1: We're talking about when we when we establish. I'm still trying our gener-
0: to get a loan. Well, Wells Fargo. But I,
1: I, you know what? I feel like if we feel good about it, we'll have our generational changing wealth established within at least two more interns enrolling.
0: Right. Um, so we've gone through three interns. We currently don't have one, but that you know gave us a cash infusion of thirty thousand um, dollars, which puts us only a hundred and seventy thousand dollars in debt at this point. It's not the bad. thing is, so we tried to move... We went to the Sunsphere bosses. Yes. Um, and we said, can we move down to the Primo real estate? And... That was a good trick. They said, no, but we're going to charge you $10,000 an episode. So, <sighs> you know, we... Sh- I feel mm. like they kind of shortchanged this grant. That's probably not the right term, but, you know, we show up to negotiate.
1: And they didn't expect how much money we were willing to pay.
0: And then we leave paying a higher rent.
1: Yeah. I was cool with $25,000 an episode.
0: I mean, we had talked. We were like, what's the highest we'll go? And we said $57,000. $57,000. $57, the price of a new, you know, average BMW. Yes. Per episode. But yeah, so if you're wondering why we were referencing Primo, the restaurant, we recorded those episodes in early 2017, late 2016, mm-hmm. but now we're here in 2018, Knoxville, and yeah, it's, it's deserted. It's deserted. But it's been really
1: nice. I mean, it's a little more vacuous up here. You in, know?
0: A, in a way, it makes uh, it all the more special, you know? Yeah, I like it. I You know, I can't, my mom dropped me off down here. When I was coming to record and, you know, I took the elevator up and went by the security guard and I was like, I just felt like I was doing something special. What is a better
1: metaphor for Knoxville than having a restaurant fail in a failing monument?
0: Well, and it's also definitely not the first restaurant to fail. So it's just really a long line of restaurant failures and legacies in the sunsphere um also for us this is a big episode for the sunsphere is that trey because we're doing today's episode on my conception what what oh or, no finish go, go ahead go finish what I, did you think the episode was about? i thought you
1: were gonna say it was on my conception because i was conceived at the bottom of the sunsphere
0: oh really no, actually, this episode, I thought we talked about it. This episode is about the event that conceived the Sunsphere. Really? The 1982 World's Fair. Fair. Uh, so this is a very special episode indeed. We're going to have... Um, this isn't NBD. This is BD. This is a big deal. We're going to go through some details about the World's Fair that you
1: probably didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know until I read the tomes of the internet called Wikipedia.
0: Me too. And some, a couple other sources, reputable sources. I talked to some old homeless
1: guys downtown, they also had some good memories about that it. That would probably be, yeah, actually, interesting. actually, probably been a good idea.
0: But we're gonna have uh, none other than uh Tammy Nichols, who worked at the World's Fair, you're kidding, as me. a young woman, get out of town, uh, later on. Um, but first,
1: I'm gonna drink a lot of beer tonight, Jim Budweiser.
0: What does that mean, Grant?
1: It means I'm craving a nice, ice-cold Budweiser and
0: maybe a trip to Disneyland. Okay, well, really, it means that it's time for Standing Manning. Standing Manning. Standing Manning. Standing Manning.
1: I'm going to drink a lot of beer tonight, Jim. Budweiser.
0: This is Standing Manning, a segment on the podcast where we take a look back at the illustrious career of Peyton Manning. And try to delve into the mind of Peyton himself and get to know the man. That's right, Trey.
1: The idol himself, Peyton Manning. The zeitgeist of Knoxville.
0: The, the time ghost. Philip Fulmer of Knoxville. The
1: Philip Fulmer. You said that before, but you know what? I'm glad you reiter- reiterated. You said that.
0: You said that. No, you said it you first. Said you said it in our first All right, episode. Email
1: us back at tip of the sun's fear. I've
0: I've listened to it. You said it and that's I thought it was so stupid. I keep saying it. And you've forgotten. Well, it was I just told me. you I'm taking copious notes here, well Trey, to keep up the you know what you know what? level of production. I
1: just I don't think about what I say. All right. Obviously, I just accept it as an act of genius.
0: Today's event on Standing Manning it happened uh, on December 22nd, 2013. Not that long ago.
1: Not that long ago. Uh,
0: Peyton Manning. Four years ago. Yes. Yes. Peyton Manning broke his own record for touchdown passes in a season with the Denver Broncos. He previously set the record by throwing 48 touchdowns in 2004. He would finish with 55 touchdown passes in 2013.
1: You know what? I, understand. I know why he did this. Because Peyton Manning, he doesn't settle for even scores. 48? No. He wants an odd score. But what's better than an odd score? One that's composed of two prime numbers. Why, you ask? Why? Because Peyton Manning, his favorite restaurant in the continental United States, the lower 48, Primo.
0: I guess it was Primo. Is that a chain or just... No, Trey, it was not a chain. That's it was a, it was it a was piece good. of
1: art that has lost a time.
0: You know what? Shame on you, Knoxville. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you, Knoxville. Just because Primo wasn't Located in Prime Rib Square. Just because the won't parking go out to, to that dinner. location
1: made no sense and they had a... Just because you had to
0: take an elevator up to the top.
1: Just because it had involuntary valet service.
0: I was at Primo
1: three nights a week. I drove by it at least twice. Actually, I never, I never went. I never went. I think my aunt knows the chef.
0: The chef? Yeah, the chef. <laughs> but more importantly, we don't really care about Peyton's touchdown record... Not at all. Uh, I mean, we do. Because no, we do. the Godfather. But we Oxfam. keep
1: we keep the care close, not out. It's an in- right. it's an introverted and
0: internalized love. What we want to talk about on Sandy Manning is uh, another event from that December. On December thirteenth, two thousand thirteen, the blockbuster movie The Hobbit: The Desolation of Smaug Smog. was released in theaters. Do you, did you, have you seen this movie? Again? Thought it was a bit of a flop. Trey, hot take. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've saw I saw it. You know, is this the second one? I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. I actually I kind of watched them all in a row a couple of years I did, ago. I, yeah, I've done this as well. I, I would never do that again. <laughs> it
1: was it was forty eight hours.
0: I thought the first one was incredibly boring. Yep. I thought this one was kind of fun. How it was did they really fuck silly. Up
1: elven culture, like it was so boring. Hot take.
0: I yeah. That was I guess that was I thought this one was kind of cool. Remember they have like the the uh they like have the scene where they're like going down the river on barrels that, and like shooting. Yeah,
1: that was pretty cool. But and I the, also liked the, like the the city that was on the lake. That was all right.
0: Yeah, that was all right. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I think we don't talk about enough as a people that Bilbo Baggins' nickname is apparently Barrel Rider. <laughs> <laughs> barrel rider. I thought that was <laughs> so wonder how he got that one. Well, because he rides barrels in the... He wrote a barrel in the... Well, Trey,
1: I realized that. I was asking a sarcastic oh, question. Oh,
0: I was... Uh, like, wondering how he got that name. Well, Grant, I'll tell you. It's
1: like calling in you the Chair Sitter Trey.
0: Because you sit in chairs. You don't have to be ugly about it. I'm just saying. I'm just observing. So what do we think Peyton Manning thought about... First of all, do we think he has seen the movie... The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. I think he actually
1: was the voice coach for Benedict Cumberbatch's stellar deliverance of Smaug, the gold-hoarding dragon.
0: You know what? I'd forgotten until just now that Smaug is the dragon. It
1: is. He was protecting the heart of the mountain. He, hasn't, he wasn't really protecting it. It was more like he was hoarding. He wasn't really protecting. It. He possessed it. He took it from them. They kind of had it coming, though. I
0: also, I want to say probably more interesting than the actual Hobbit movies is the documentary about the making of the Hobbit. I didn't realize this that was a thing. It was on the. It's on like the bonus features.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you watch all those as well in one sitting?
0: No, but I watched, like, a lot of the... Because if you know the story, like, Guillermo del Toro was supposed Mm -hmm. to do the movies, and they dropped out the last second, and Peter Jackson had to step in, and he really did not want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And and you can tell. There was one scene where, like, one of the... The guy that plays the main dwarf, I don't remember his name, he's, like, he has to, like, run up, like, an incline and, like... Kurt Russell. Right. Kurt Russell has to run up the incline and reach for something, and he, like... Physically can't go up the <laughs> incline like fast enough for them, and then at some point Peter Jackson's like, you know, just whatever he's got, that's what we're gonna it's have to put, put on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like we'll do it until we get it right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was very like
1: whatever. Stanley Kubrick. This this it was very preci- it was very precise. He knew what he wanted. He had an image, except not at all.
0: I think I actually have a very um, simple and probably boring take on this Peyton Manning Okay, training Manning. What is it? I it, think lay it on thick. Peyton, at his core, is a pretty simple guy. Okay. And I don't think he would see anything with uh, the, a word like Smaug in the title.
1: I don't think he would see any movie who one of the main characters' actual names he couldn't pronounce.
0: Plus, there is uh, one of the stars of The Hobbit is a known uh, gay man. Mm.
1: We'll just
0: leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Peyton Manning, a known gay rights activist. Yes. (laughs) Tremendous. So, any other uh, thoughts on The Hobbit Desolation of Smaug and Peyton Manning? I think it needs a sequel. What? This episode of Standing Manning?
1: The Hobbit Desolation of
0: Smaug 2. Alright, this has been Standing Manning. Standing Manning. Standing Manning. Standing Manning.
1: I'm going to drink a lot of beer tonight, Jim. Budweiser
0: was just refreshing
1: it was just nice
0: you know i'm not having a good day unless i'm thinking about peyton 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 that's how you say it peyton peyton i love peyton i love peyton i love
1: peyton i love, peyton. I love my cousin hunter <laughs> cody i
0: love peyton and peyton
1: now what i miss is the tennessee oilers i miss the tennessee oilers
0: were they ever called that
1: yes they were I thought it was the Houston Oilers. Though. And they moved here and briefly were called the Tennessee Oilers. Really? That might be true. I don't know. I don't really just true. True. I'm just shooting, shooting from the hip here, folks. I just want to say, oh. Oh. My car needs some oh.
0: Well, before we have uh, Tammy Nichols on to talk about her experience living through the World's Fair. Yes.
1: Enduring it, some might say.
0: Yes. Um, we wanted to go through just some like facts about the World's Fair because, you know, you hear about it all the time, but... What do we actually know about the conception of the World's Fair in the aftermath?
1: I, I got... A, aftermath is the perfect word for this, because I can't believe that we're still not reeling from the effect this had on Knoxville, actually, after like taking some uh, research, some time to research this.
0: So let's just go through this. So the official name of the world's 1980... This happened in 1982. 1982. Which I was always... For some reason, I thought it was like 86 or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I agreed to that, but... <laughs> never had that thought in my life but i just agreed <laughs> yeah it's yeah.
1: how it's how like, charismatic you are when you said it you were just very you. confident
0: uh the official name was actually the knoxville international energy exposition i
1: just want to say energy explosion that's what i would have named it
0: energy explosion because the theme was um like sources of energy right yeah it ran from may 1st to October 31st, 1982, which I didn't realize it was that long. I did thought you, it was, like, a few weeks or did something.
1: Did you happen to see what the price for a ticket was for, the for like, to be able to go for the entire six yeah, months?
0: it was $100. Which is,
1: like, 200 and something dollars today. Yeah. Like, what the hell were they thinking? That's way too good of a deal.
0: Also, who wants
1: to go for six months? If you're going to rip people off because they're only going to go twice, charge them more than that. Come on.
0: I don't know. I feel like that's, th- that's a lot of money. You think so? For six months of entertainment? Yeah in your own hometown but there's probably only so much you can do
1: like go there every day
0: and plus if they get them in then they're spending money buying food and stuff That's, that you know, is true i guess they didn't think it through this they, much, they so. did not think but it through at they all. had over 11 million visitors which is pretty impressive
1: so trey i want to i want to tell you something here i did a little bit of math mm-hmm. so world's fair is located on a 70 acre venue yes There were 11 million visitors in total. Now, let's consider that was was over six months. Mm -hmm. I did the math. Mm. Based on Google's recommendation on what the minimum requirement for people is standing in a group, it's two square feet. And based on this 70-acre capacity, only 1,524,600 people could attend this at any given time, which shows you how much of a logistical nightmare this actually was.
0: But this, that's eleven million over six months, and that's probably it is. counting.
1: But I, I gotta say, that's one thing I was kind of confused about is that this is seventy acres total, not seventy acres of standing space. Oh, uh, yeah. So you se- think it was pretty cramped? I think it was very. We'll cramped. have
0: to ask uh, Miss Nichols about that. I'm interested to hear what she has to say. Um, now I thought that a World's Fair was just something that's you know the world put on every year. They just had one every year somewhere different. So, but it actually was a big deal so Knoxville had a World's Fair in 82 mm-hmm. New Orleans had one in 1984
1: and Nashville had had one pretty close to this as well this wasn't the first one to come
0: to the state of Tennessee Nashville had one in the 1890s 1890s
1: yeah so that was the oh, last, I read that wrong yeah, yeah
0: whoa so and according to uh, the internet there's not been another World's Fair held in the us since it was, was so
1: fact. good they just shut it down never <laughs> topping this
0: one now they've had you know, various other ones around the world. Um, I think there's well, one coming up in China next year. We should go. We should go. Um, but and uh, this maybe I I don't know for sure, but maybe this is the first time that Knoxville was referred to as a scruffy little city. That's
1: that I wrote that down as well. I thought that was really interesting and actually kind of charming. I liked that.
0: Do you like the scruffy little city? You know
1: what? I feel like it's very hip. I, I,
0: it's kind of oh, like. Do know. you like those those? The Keep like, Knoxville Scruffy. I would
1: never put one on my subcompact car. Mainly because I love that vehicle and it's a temple and I don't want to disgrace it. But, uh, no, in short, I do not like the Keep Knoxville Scruffy. I like, it, you know, maybe I just like the way Scruffy sounds.
0: You know, and I didn't realize like, how it came about, so, like, it was like a, someone wrote, like, can this scruffy little city keep up with, you know, handle this? And it wasn't like we gave it to ourselves. No, no, no. Like, we were we like, "Yeah,
1: we're running with that. Where it's ours now.
0: It's kind of a, maybe a Knoxville theme. Just
1: taking things that Nothing aren't ours? I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, President Ronald Reagan attended the opening ceremony. I was kind of surprised by that, actually. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. What a man. Yep. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a conservative man.
1: Yep. Star Wars.
0: Yeah, that was the theme for Star Wars. So, this is very interesting. So, Space Wars,
1: whatever that program was. Anyways.
0: The fair, World's Fair turned a $57,000
1: No, $57.00 dollars profit.
0: in total profit.
1: And put Knoxville, the city, in $46 million worth of debt. The man who, Jake, as this was referred to, Jake's Fair.
0: Yeah. He, uh... His bakes... Failed. failed the next year. Because the financial...
1: What was it? It was financial, uh... Something like the books weren't matching.
0: Yeah, it's a little unclear, but um, this man was named Jack... I put Jack, it's Jake jake uh, butcher uh, jake butcher who was a prominent knoxville banker and he kind of like was the head of the committee that um he's the one organized. who really got the uh the wheels yeah. turning on this but uh I, it, it looks like knoxville had to raise property taxes in the years following to help pay on the debt that they had from the fair what <laughs> yeah um I, this is pretty interesting i didn't know this during the fair the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England New England Patriots, the New England Patriots, played a preseason football game at Neyland Stadium on August 14, 1982. The Steelers won 24 to 20. Thank God, one that Tom Brady didn't win. I
1: know, really, that man has enough wins under his belt.
0: God. So they, uh, but they, they projected that the fair would turn a five million dollar profit made 57 dollars which actually 57. was pretty good there's a reason why cities don't want to hold these is because they don't turn a profit they do not and they leave them with you know it's kind of like it reminds me of we'll get to a, a little in a little bit about what actually happened with the spaces but it reminds me of like cities that host the olympics yes and then you hear about absolutely
1: like, it just goes to the district next year or... there's
0: like a huge stadium that's with just, nothing and they just they never use it all they do is like schools go on like use the field yep like or something it's
1: it, it seats like three hundred thousand people yeah. they can never fill it they can't do anything they can't with do it. anything with it even just to like maintain it year-round it's not worth it uh
0: and as an example in fact the only structures remaining from the 1982 world's fair in no- knoxville are the sun sphere the, the sun and the Tennessee Amphitheater mm-hmm. that we can see up the And they here. still
1: host the uh, Knoxville Orchestra. They oh, yeah. host a free the- a free performance. I think it's what is it? it's in July or something. Fourth of July. Or I don't know.
0: Nothing I don't know. Maybe sym- if you symphony Orchestra
1: and Knoxville Symphony Orch- Orchestra.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, apparently, they almost demolished that in the early two thousands, but decided to renovate it. I'm glad so. we put our foot down there, in Knoxville. Have you ever seen a show there or anything?
1: I, I saw think I, I think I saw a church do an impromptu gospel show there. I thought you were
0: going to say improv.
1: No, that would be great. <laughs> Some church improv? Church improv. Hit us up with your best church joke one liner <laughs> at tip of the sunsphere. At
0: tip of the Sunsphere at gmail.com. Thank you, Trey. Um, oh, I
1: already know what's coming up next. This is what I'm most excited about. I was going to say
0: something. The, uh, my main memory with the Tennessee Amphitheater is playing Pokemon Go. There. Oh yeah, <laughs> catching
1: all sorts of magic carp there. When that was a big thing. All the magic carp.
0: Man, that was a rush.
1: That was just invigorating. You should
0: do an episode on Pokemon Go. We should Knoxville. do an episode on
1: Pokemon Go in Knoxville. <laughs> that was great. There's still like three people that are still there, yeah, and they just park their cars. Really? Or they drive through. Oh, they don't even crazy. want to be ashamed of walking around anymore. <laughs> they don't want people to know.
0: That was crazy. We'll talk about maybe we'll talk about that another time. Um, we'll see what Peyton's thoughts are on that. So two huge things though that happened at the fair. Do you, I'll give this one to you.
1: Okay. So what I'm personally most excited about is this know, is the I'm inception, mm-hmm. the world debut, the quinceañera, some might say, of the greatest food ever created by man, the Petros Chili Chips and Cheese Bowl. It wasn't served in a bowl. It was served in a bag of Frito Lay's chip bag (laughs) ooh, but food of the gods tray food of the gods
0: i think even more exciting is that uh coca-cola debuted cherry coke at the world's fair in 1982 okay that is better i'm a big fan i'm a big fan as well cherry soda
1: i mean i still love you petro's chili chips and cheese
0: i will say this is a little unpopular i my favorite soda is wild cherry pepsi
1: oh my god I actually agree with you on I this. I love Wild I Cherry Pepsi. I cannot stand We're Pepsi. We're trying to get
0: them to sponsor.
1: Wild Cherry Pepsi, though. This is already the home of the Dew.
0: Even though soda is a terrible thing. This is
1: already <laughs> the home of the Dew. Send it over here.
0: Mountain Dew is disgusting.
1: Terrible. The, I, I I had a coworker in days past that, I kid you not, had a heart a massive heart attack and died at 36 on the job, drank a two liter of Mountain Dew every day.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, what do I you mean, expect? What do you expect to <laughs> happen? Rest in peace, RIP. Um, I found a very interesting article from the New York Times, nineteen eighty 1980, from nineteen eighty four, oh, wow. the year of the New Orleans World's Fair, and it was titled "The Desolate Legacy of, World, of Knoxville World's Fair," and it's all about the massive public debt and the abandoned buildings uh, that were constructed by by the city for the World's Fair. Um, they talked about buildings being surrounded by barbed wire to keep, like, homeless people out, mm-hmm. and they called it a ghost town, and that the only people that used the um, property anymore were, like, joggers, because there were paths everywhere. Uh, they Knoxville had constructed a $12.4 million, um, I guess, kind of a, a pavilion. It was called the United States Pavilion, and they tried to get someone to buy it, and no one would. They sold it to the city for $1. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and pretty much all the buildings got demolished. I know, like, one of them, it was actually funny, so, like, the, uh, the Japanese pavilion, I believe it was, got turned into the KMA. Right. And apparently there's a courtyard there where an elm tree was planted in commemoration of it. The elm tree was struck by lightning and destroyed. <laughs> it was destroyed. It was a gift from another nation, and it was destroyed by an act of God. Peyton Manning himself
0: (laughs) man that's a bad
1: sign that's bad so and one of the other I can't I can't remember which country it was but their pavilion was I think it might have been the Korean pavilion it was deemed entirely unsafe and they had to destroy it they had to blow it up and that's now a UT parking garage So good use of space there.
0: Most things. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure that's why
1: that doubled the tuition that year for those students. Right. (laughs) And then the year after that it was doubled for some other extraneous reason.
0: So, you know, I'd always thought that the um, the World 1982 World's Fair was and I'd only heard of it in terms of its like success and how Mm -hmm. big of a deal it was, and it put Knoxville on the map. I'm about to
1: say, even to this day you see people walking around with that eight that nineteen eighty two not eighteen ninety two. The 1982 World's Fair emblem on shirts and hats mm-hmm. and on and babies like,
0: on anniversaries. It'll be on the local news. People mm-hmm. talking about it, lots of it
1: naval tattoos. Another
0: thing it, um, in that New York Times article was they talked to people that there were many people in the community that were against having the World's Fair there because they were very skeptical. You know, the whole pitch was that there would be this urban renewal renewal in the area. And also, I didn't realize that that's you know what's the restaurant at the old train depot in there now. It's not. less like the STEM Academy, and it was a restaurant, or it oh. is a restaurant.
1: Was it Yield Steakhouse? Did they have one there.
0: Uh, maybe. I
1: think they had a. They had two they locations. I think.
0: So that. So that was constructed at that time too. Yeah. Because that was just like an old. Yeah, it was like the Lewis. Yard. It was
1: the Louisville Nashville Railroad. Right. Yeah. So now
0: it's, and then, but it was like kind of abandoned, mm-hmm. I guess, at that point. But. Um, But there were plenty of. uh, They had like a UT professor who was a vocal critic of it. And they interviewed a UT student at the time who was like, man, this is really sad that they, you know, did all this. You know, it was cool when it was here. And now there's just all these abandoned buildings. And there were already a bunch of abandoned buildings downtown, anyways.
1: Um, Even until recently. I mean, downtown's really going through a renaissance now. But even when you and I I were kids, I mean, downtown. I mean, there was nothing downtown. You could maybe get in a fight with some homeless people over who's going to stand next to a burning trash can <laughs> on market square well my but. mom
0: just she's talked about like when she was a kid like in the 60s and early 70s her mom would they would go downtown to go shopping at the big like outlet mall you mm-hmm. know or it was like a sears or something i can't remember but, like, that's, that sounds so like You know, what's really crazy
1: also is that, like... Was it in the 90s or the 80s that they tried to develop the Knoxville Underground to have an underground mall or something in yeah, Knoxville? Yeah, I've been down there. It's I've crazy. never been down there.
0: It, it's pretty weird.
1: Yeah. I've seen it. They have it, like, blocked off now with, like, bricks and, like, barricades and stuff.
0: I can't remember how... For some reason, I went down there. I can't remember how. But, um... Yeah, it's pretty weird. There's, like, art studios down there mm-hmm, and stuff. Yeah. And you need to do an
1: episode on that.
0: Um... Oh, I was going to say something else. I can't remember. I had it and I lost it. Call uh, it an old brain fart. Uh,
1: if you had had 18 uh, cups of coffee like I had today, <laughs> maybe a little sip of bourbon or two out of the uh, $4,000 additional rent liquor cabinet that we have up here.
0: So a total of 14000 for this. You know, sometimes we have the liquor cabinet, sometimes we don't. It just depends on how
1: we're feeling it's, that day. You
0: know, yeah, we're feeling a little spunky. If we
1: bring it back, though twice in a week that's why i got my mom to drive me today cause... thank goodness yeah. also you know your roller skates were a little beat up right. so yeah. it was time to change it up a little bit yeah but if we bring the liquor cabinet twice in a week double charge what is that is it per day
0: i think wait was that one per hour it's per hour per hour so we gotta cut this maybe we need oh, to stop true. i think i hey, think Or, you know, we'll just put it on the tab. We're just going to put it on the tab. Just keep running it up. We'll find more interns. You know, I always say I value experience over money.
1: Hey, did you talk to Jake's mom because she can't find our intern, Jake? The one who sent the check in and then he never showed up for his first day?
0: Yeah, I don't have any memory of that. I don't. I thought you
1: said you met him. I told
0: you. Jake. Jake, Jake,
1: Jake. Anyways, Jake's mom, you can hit us up with an email at tipofthesunsphere at gmail.com.
0: Oh, Jake Butcher. Jake Butcher. Guy, yeah, because his bank's failed. You know, he's an older man now. Um, his mom's still alive. Good for her. So we were like, you know, we'll help him out. We'll have him, you know, he gives us $10,000. He didn't tell us
1: where he got the 10000 from.
0: Well, probably, you know, a little, little pension from the bank. A little pension from what was the bank, United I'm American pretty sure bank. that
1: when the, uh, when the economic crisis happened in 2008, they also considered Jake Butcher's bank too big to fail.
0: <laughs> so uh, before we uh, end this and get to our interview with Tammy Nichols, do you have any last thoughts before we talk to someone who actually lived through it? Do you have any final thoughts about what, uh, how you view the World's Fair after doing some research on it?
1: I view as though the economic strife, the urban decay, and the overall unsafe environment that it fostered—I think it's all worth it, so that we can have this beautiful monument to the prosperity and integral people of Knoxville, the Sunsphere.
0: That is so well put.
1: I mean, this is the heartland, after all.
0: If this was the only good thing that came out of the World's Fair, the Sunsphere. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. You know, it's, I read, that they charged two dollars to ride to the top of the Sun Sphere. Really? Yeah. During the World's Fair, and they would get like Ooh. tens of thousands of people a day would do it. Oh my! How do they not make money? Um, I think they, charged I think charged they should charge more. I think they should charge a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars now. Listen,
1: it's either you take five flights of stairs because this is a five-story building, or you ride this elevator for a hundred dollars.
0: Oh, I know what I was gonna say. You know what? When I uh, another. <laughs> All right, let me collect my thoughts a little bit. So,
1: get it together, Trey.
0: I remember this, this during my research. An hour. Well, you know we can, we can afford it. Put it on the tab. So, on the twenty-fifth anniversary of the World's Fair, two thousand and seven, mm-hmm. they had a big event. I think they were reopening the Sunsphere that year, maybe, and they had. Knoxville UT basketball great Dane Bradshaw repel from the top of the sun sphere. What? Yeah, and you can look it up on YouTube, and it's just he just very slowly like it was like that he was gonna be like he's like he didn't like zipline, he, he repelled down a rope. Well, I guess it was it was like he was on a thing like in a harness. It, yeah, it was kind of like a zipline, but he went very slow, and he was like, and they were like, and they have, there's an announcer, it's like. And now, Dame Bradshaw woke up from the top of the Sphere. And he's still coming. And it takes like two minutes. And he's just like (laughs) waving. (laughs) It's the most Knoxville thing ever. It's so great. They're like, oh, just the slow
1: descent. They back like, into the reality. We, like,
0: we loved this uh, guy because he was white and he played at UT and he was this nice guy and he was like okay and he was a white guy. He's a white guy and he's a UT legend and we're gonna have him. You know what I think of slowly. Re- I think repel of our. From I think of in our incredible
1: white athletes from Knoxville.
0: Peyton Manning, Dane Bradshaw, Casey Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. Eric Ainge.
1: all the Colquitts.
0: All the culquits Actually, they're very good. They're very good. <laughs> they really are. I'm not joking. They're great. Um, yeah, so we probably should end it there. We'll Any decide. final thoughts? I i don't even know if I asked you. No, you did. You went through it. So, yeah, we can stop there. We can stop there. Yeah. Okay, so we'll- I we'll, actually have- uh, Yeah, go ahead. I actually have something to say.
1: Okay. Uh, I just think that- um, uh, I just feel- well, gra- wait, wait,
0: wait, We're going to have to stop right there. We're going to have to cut you off because we are out of time, Grant. Um, but we'll be right back with uh, Tammy Nichols. Thank you. Bye. Oh, actually, I just- No, no, Yeah, welcome back to on Knoxville's Door. Um, We're recording live from the Sunsphere. What? We're recording? Yeah,
1: we're recording. Oh, we're back. All right. We're back.
0: Um, And we have a special guest here. Very fitting that you came up and joined us in the Sunsphere. Tammy Nichols is here to talk about uh, her experience at the World's Fair.
1: That's right. Tammy Nichols, 1982 Knoxville World's Fair veteran. Survived it, was there, worked some of it. Mm-hmm. And I have
0: to doing. say, you know, to be totally straight with everyone, straight up, no bias, no bias. Shreya Nichols is my biological mother. Yes, and
1: my <laughs> non-biological mother as
0: well. <laughs> right. That's um, true. So, That's awesome. True. Thanks for coming.
2: Thank you. Thanks for inviting. Me. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> so let's. Uh, so the World's Fair was in 1982. So how old were you at that point?
2: I was 19. 19 years, 19
0: old. Mm-hmm. years old. 19 years
2: old. So what's old.
0: your uh, and i wanted to ask you before we get into actual world's fair do you remember like the uh the lead-up to the world's fair do you remember was there like buzz in town where people talking oh, about it
2: yes that was the big thing because i think that actually the lead-up to it was kind of probably what made it felt like it's such a downfall afterwards but <laughs> i can remember them just oh we're not gonna have enough hotels mm-hmm. and them building all these hotels and uh different place you know all these places for people to stay and the big buzz of course the sun spear That's how that came about. So, yeah, it was a big deal.
1: What part of town were you living in during the World's Fair?
2: I was living in North Knoxville, downtown, um, you know, around the Fulton area, Mm -hmm. Fulton High School area, Little Springs area.
0: (laughs) And what did did you do during the World's Fair?
2: I parked cars.
0: Parked cars. Mm -hmm. And you said you parked... Around where the International is now? Yeah,
2: uh, around yeah. close to the International, the International. Right behind the Braden's Wholesale Furniture.
1: It used to be the failed Valerium, now the failed International. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be something else that fails probably. Mm-hmm. Probably.
2: Probably. Yeah.
0: So just talk about what was it like? What was your average? Like you did it pretty much the whole summer or the whole? Yeah, was, pretty it was much the months, whole right? summer.
2: We we parked cars all day. We started in the afternoon, mm-hmm. at, you know, at 5 p.m. and we parked cars that pretty till probably about eight or nine o'clock at night stood out there and just my big saying was park here park here i'll never forget that
0: that was your big, a, that yeah, was was big just,
2: park here Put and my little flag. flag did you park. have a
0: sign or would you just stand up i had out a flag did yeah, yeah, a flag, flag. say park, here, park no,
2: here? No, I was just yelling, what park was,
0: here. What kind of flag? Was it an
1: American flag? Or a, no, it, it was, was like a, flag.
2: like, I think it was like a red or orange flag. You know, you've seen people when they're parking cars, <laughs> they have those flags, you know. Did
1: you have like
0: a routine? Like yeah,
1: yeah, a,
2: yeah, cool. yeah,
1: yeah. You were like, yeah. so she, ba- she actually invented the uh, science spinning <laughs> technique him. back then, but she did it with a flag. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's what we did. Yeah.
0: So, we, um, what kind of people were showing up? Do you remember?
2: Oh, people from all over the world. I met so many different people just from everywhere. It, it was, you know, of course, was like talk, they'd want me to talk because I'm so Southern. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they would have, ask me to, oh, just talk for us, you know.
1: Did you make any friends with any of the visitors?
2: No, I mean, they would come and go because mm-hmm. they just parked there. But I did have a friend that, that was across from the parking lot that had this a t-shirt stand and he I, I wore his t-shirts because people say oh where'd you get your t-shirt and I'm Buddy over there, and they'd go over there and buy the shirt. And
1: you'd say, "Buy here, buy." Yeah. here. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, and it Was a
0: world's fair shirt.
2: Yeah, they were a world's fair shirt. And I had every color. I don't have any of them, and I Dang. regret that so bad. Yeah,
0: Trade Holly
1: would be
2: wearing.
0: Can them. you yeah. imagine how many like Knoxville hipsters would love to have? A oh, party. you would want one.
2: <laughs> I would <laughs> love know. to have one. I had every color you could think of. I had pink, purple, black, blue. I mean, just about every color you could possibly think of. Because he would, he would just give them to me and say, "Wear this." And,
1: one of the
0: lost treasures yeah. of the world,
2: right? Yeah. There. Do you he remember said,
0: when uh, the beginning when Reagan came to town? Do you remember that at all?
2: Mm, uh, a little bit, yeah.
0: Um, so I wasn't a did Reagan fan, so I probably didn't care. I
2: really wasn't. My dad was, but I wasn't. Do what?
0: You said you weren't a Reagan fan? No, I
2: wasn't. My dad was, though
0: um th- did you go inside
2: one one time i went inside and i don't remember how that came about or how i even got a ticket to go in maybe mm-hmm. somebody gave me one uh, but i did go in and walk around the world's fair
0: what was it like
2: it was really neat it really was it, and the ferris wheel of course was the big thing, and I was—I actually passed by there today, and was thinking, you know, where the Thompson Bowling Arena is, mm-hmm. and all that wasn't there. Oh and, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and you had that huge, the huge Ferris wheel that you would see from the next. It, it looked like it was next to the lake, the water, but yeah. it wasn't. But. You know, of course, I would never get on anything like that because I'm terrified.
0: <laughs> that's actually
1: interesting. That was never talked about in any of, like, the, any of the things I read yeah, about. Yeah, I don't I think the Thompson Bowling
2: Arena could have been there then. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. it wasn't because that was so vacant right through there because yeah, it was right next to the Nayland Stadium. If you look back mm-hmm. in the pictures, you can see it. Yeah, there's And then they nice had, way. if I remember correctly, they had one of those like uh, – it looked like a pirate ship, you mm-hmm. know, those rides that go back oh, yeah. and forth. Yeah, they had that too. But
0: You brought up a Ferris wheel, and actually – um, I, re- I have a memory of when I was younger and we- the one time I ever went on a Ferris wheel with you. It was a pretty horrific experience. Oh, that was horrible <laughs> we for both all- of us. I guess they like when they load people on, so you have to wait a while for yeah, it you actually do. Go, so yeah. to go. Yeah,
1: And deloading too, it takes a long time.
0: Yes. So the worst part for us was like, waiting. So we'd, we'd, you know, you'd be at the top and then it would move and then you would stop. and you're, oh, just, and you're like rocking, hanging. yeah. And I remember we like, we both were like kind of we wouldn't look. We'd like, <laughs> yeah. go- Put our heads down. She is (laughs) cowering in fear right now. No one can see it, but um. And there was people below us, and there was like a pond. I think we were at the you, what's that place in Chattanooga? Or what, was, no,
2: it was right outside of it's Atlanta. Georgia. It was no, it was right there at the Georgia and uh, Tennessee line. I forget the name Lake, of it. Lake Winnie, 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 Winnie a
1: something. something. Winnie Pooh.
0: No, it's Winnie Wapi a- or
2: something like that. It's some crazy. <laughs> not <Winnie-the-boo>,
1: Lake Winnie
0: Pooh. <laughs>
2: but that's. But Trey was <laughs> the, terrified. I, I was not very comforting as a parent. There was
0: like a pond. Yes. And there was the people below us were like. Look at the fish. <laughs> yeah, we're like, no. We're like, we don't. <laughs> and, like and you said to there.
2: me, you went, "Mom," and I'm like, "I know, son. I know." <laughs> I don't think I was very comforting because I was yeah. terrified. I, I,
0: I we actually
2: made them stop the Ferris wheel and let us off. That's right. <laughs> we yeah.
0: did. Really? When we we got, literally when they did. they got back to us, we were like, "We want to get we off. Off. So we didn't even ride. I, we didn't really I, ride I, I, it. I kind of got
1: a story like this. I. My church, when I was growing up, we used to work the Knox County Fair that would come annually over mm. there at Chill Park. And uh, we had, like, one of the fun houses where you, like, go through the mirrors and everything, and you, like, go upstairs. Oh, yeah. And they had this, like, big shitty slide that you had to go down the end. And when I was, like, with my church group, and we're going up there, and there's, and there's one, of my, one of the kids in my church group. He was, he was a little bit of a bitch. I'm going to be real honest. He was, like, a total crybaby, you know. <laughs> he's like, a total wuss. And, like, we're all going through there. And he's, like, the front of the line, and there's, like, 20 of us. And he's, like, leading it. He's, like, oh, I love these fun houses. He's, like, talking the whole time. He's, like, I've done this one before. And we get to the top, and there's a slide. And he is deathly afraid of slides. <laughs> and there's, like, 20 people, like, two by two. We're, like, packed in this probably, like, non-fire code fun house. And he has, he's, like, no one can go down the freaking slide. He's, like, crying did. having a breakdown. We eventually got him to go down.
0: but
2: Well, we that. didn't make it. We got off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So back to the world's fair. To the oh, world's yeah. fair. To the yeah. Yeah. Fair. We are at the sun sphere after all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you go up in the sun sphere?
2: Yes. Yes. Do you how remember
0: they? I read that they charged people. Do you remember that? They
2: did charge, and I don't remember how much it was, it was but I do $10. remember doing, how much doing it. Was but that? Let's see here. Uh, I remember was going one day after I. We went um, one day that I wasn't parking cars. I mean, we made really good money parking cars, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I had the cash to go. <laughs> but yeah i remember going i'm terrified of heights as you know mm-hmm. and you've been with me to the Sun spear as now You're and now. and when you were a kid <laughs> we used to go and uh, i will stand i won't get close to the edge but yeah I, it was pretty
0: cool do you remember uh, so while the fair was going on you remember what people were saying about the success or failure of the world's fair at the time like as it was going on was it just exciting were people like oh this isn't how we thought it would be or
2: i think a, i think there was mixed emotions about that or, or not emotions but views about that like i think the people that came from other places just mm-hmm. really loved it and loved knoxville and thought it was beautiful and they thought the world's fair site was beautiful and it really is when you go now when you look down there i mean looking down at the fountains right now it's just it so pretty and, uh, but I think, uh, people who came to visit thought it was successful, but people who lived here felt like it wasn't as successful yeah. as they thought mm-hmm. because, you know, those people who built those, um, uh, hotels and different places for people to stay weren't as packed and full as they thought they would be.
1: Do you actually know how much debt Knoxville was left in after the World's Fair? I
2: think there was not I remember there was some debt, but I don't remember. So,
1: Trey, do you remember exactly. how much they profited?
0: The total profit of the World's Fair was... Do you want to, do you want to guess?
2: I have no idea. Probably maybe 12000 I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was, what, $57? <laughs> it was
1: $57. Oh, and my God! And put the city of Knoxville in $46 million of debt. Yeah.
2: Who was the guy? Who was Jake the mayor? Jake Butcher. Jake Butcher. Well, Jake he was Butcher the mayor. He was, like, the, he was like he the
1: big, like, he was the guy who got to it. it. Well, yeah,
2: I remember Jake. Like. I remember the Butchers, of course. Everybody around here well, knows he had the had Butchers.
0: A, he had a bank that failed the next year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: That's correct. I'd forgotten about um, that. I do remember the pictures though, everybody around here, but has
0: I even pictures. read that they the mayor that came in after that mayor had to raise property taxes in the city to pay off the debt, yeah, yeah.
1: Like years to pay it off, um,
0: yeah. And, and the Sun Sphere and the Amphitheater are the only two structures left mm-hmm. from the World's Fair, yeah. No, that the, is the, true. The KMA
1: was a, le- it was like a, it was one of the countries,
0: yeah. the... the the side, it's on not oh, the building, yeah, yeah. Like they built the museum, so we, everything else they ended up just you're right. destroying. Because
2: there was a smaller, like, hotel, I remember. Um, probably I passed that area every day, like downtown where the food city is close i can't even think of the name of the street maybe uh i drive by it every day but it's not there anymore mm-hmm. And i can remember when they were building it because you know and i can remember them just building it up and talking about oh how many people were going to be here and how much you know
1: talking over there near mechanicsville that food city. yeah
2: over there mm-hmm. that near that one yeah there used to be there used to be a hotel there Dang. and they, they eventually i think it's not there anymore If it is, it's not a hotel. It's probably something else.
0: Well, you kind of touched on this, but me and Grant, I think when we researched it, we were kind of surprised because we always felt that or thought that you know, the World's Fair was like this huge deal for mm-hmm. Knoxville and everybody mm-hmm. is this great event and it's like this legacy. Yeah. And then we look back and like, no, there was a lot of people that were like, Don't do this. Yeah, it's a bad of, idea. Yeah. Then yeah. afterwards were really upset yeah. the city yeah. for putting it on.
2: Yeah, the people. Uh, I believe the citizens of Knoxville were very upset. And I can remember my dad who Kept up with everything was very upset because he talked about how much money, mm-hmm. you know, it did not make and what a big deal they said it was going to be, and it turned out to not not be as much as they thought.
0: Well, um also we thought that you think a world's fair is like oh it must just rotate around like they yeah. must have one every year. Yeah, but there's only been one other world's fair in the U.S. since, and it was, it was in New Orleans. It was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. like a couple years. Yeah, later.
2: they quit doing them, didn't they?
0: Well, they do them. Or they just- like, it's just whoever decides to put them on. They've yeah. them overseas some, but yeah. like it's not a big thing because because the cities lose money. Yeah, So yeah. And I mean, actually,
1: so we were kind of talking about how it's very similar to like when the Olympics go to a host city. You know, they're expecting yeah. it to be something big, but then you have an amphitheater that can hold a quarter of a million people and you never use it.
0: Yeah, you, you know? put
2: so much money into it, and then yeah, you lose more than you put into it.
0: I want to ask you about something very near and dear to Grant's heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know where this is going. <laughs> Petro's Chili and Chips debuted oh, at the World's did you, Fair. Yeah, did you have one?
2: I did. Yes. Yeah. How was yeah. it? Oh, well, they were great. Did I mean, have you ever of had course, like it you've before? got to remember. Let's see. So the East Town Mall opened when I was 16 years old. Okay. I can remember going to East Town Mall, by the fact. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was a huge deal for that part of town. That's where I grew up, you know. And uh, after the World's Fair left, you, you, you could go to Petro's and... So that was like we the original one in there? I think maybe it was in West Town maybe first, okay. or West Knoxville first. I can't remember. Because
1: they, they have that little one on Kingston Pike. that Yeah, tiny one.
2: yeah and I wonder if that was the – maybe that was the very mm-hmm. original one. But, yeah, I love Petro's. And now we have them. There's one in uh, not far from where I live on Emory Road.
1: Petro's. We're just going to yeah. throw those out there. Yeah. That was a sponsorship. I love you guys. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I'm I a big fan, yeah.
0: But I am a big fan of Cherry Coke. Do you remember – Apparently Cherry Coke was debuted there. Did you know that?
2: I didn't know
1: that. that. That's that's that. amazing. I did not I did realize not that. Know that incredible.
0: Incredible. I
2: think at incredible. that time I was 19, so the legal drinking age was 18 and not. So I think what? I probably drink more beer while I was parking cars than I did Coca Cola. Yeah.
0: Did they have a special World's Fair beer?
2: They did, and they had. What? And they're collectors' items now. Yeah, there's can. They were canned, and they said World's Fair beer. Right? it
0: was not like each. There was, like, different batches, and they were Mm -hmm. very limited. Is it just, like, PBR, and they just put it in a can? Or was it, like, someone actually made it around here? No, they, like, made it and sold it. Yeah, they made it and um, sold it. I even, I think, apparently, I read, of course, like, some, like, local brewery, like, Mm -hmm. brought it back a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm not sure.
2: You can't, you you still can if you go to some of these local breweries in Knoxville. I have seen them on the shelf. I think uh, one of, I think maybe Central Flats and Taps. I think I saw them there, or maybe Casual Pint that yeah because I saw that and I go gosh that brings back memories but I guarantee you I was probably drinking the cheap beer because remember I was 19. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so let's go to after the World's Fair so do you um what was the feeling when it ended like what was the mood of the city do you remember
2: I don't well like you I know, know you were
0: 19 you probably weren't really paying attention I probably didn't much, pay attention
2: but, but, but you know the landscape changed of course you know mm-hmm. the Ferris wheel everything was gone and and then they had to figure out, well, what we do at the World's Fair site now, like you said, in the mm-hmm. amphitheater. Yeah.
1: What was downtown like back then after the World's Fair?
2: So, you know, the sad part is that by the time I became older, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, downtown was a big deal. Of course, even when a it was a bigger deal when my mother was young. I mean, it was a big deal. You went downtown, it was busy, there was people everywhere, just kind of like it is now. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, that's when the downtown area had kind of died. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, we would go downtown and go shopping for school clothes because they had Watson's on the mall. And anybody who's listening to this podcast that's my age, is going to remember that. <laughs> that you'd go well, down to hopefully. the you'd go down to the basement cells, and that's where you you know it was a big deal. But uh, now, and at that time, but as I got older, downtown kind of lost its flair. There was nobody down there. There was mm-hmm. nobody living down there. There was nobody, just people working there. But very few, so it just kind of died for a while.
0: Do you remember like the um, after the World's Fair, the abandoned buildings? And mm-hmm. stuff I like do. That? Yes, like what I What was do. it like?
2: It was well. It was just. Our, I think it it really changed the landscape of our town again. You know, I, it just it didn't. It wasn't pretty. I mean, now now our downtown is so neat mm-hmm. and so cool place to be. I mean, I'd love to live there. You know. I'm just so thankful that they decided to revitalize downtown because it, back when I was that age, after the World's Fair was gone, it was just nothing. It really wasn't. You know, and then they have, of course, the drug store that caught on fire, but that was a long time. But when I was a kid, we would go down for Christmas parades, and I'll never forget my favorite Christmas parade was Family Affair, which you all probably don't remember, but her name was Buffy, and she, she was... she. Uh,
1: the Vampire Slayer?
2: No, no, it's not like that. It was about this family. And of course, Sorry. back then, that was, <laughs> that was really unique that they had this, this show that was about a single man who was raising these kids. Of course, hmm. he had money and he had a butler, but oh, whatever. Pretty relatable. <laughs> but it was still kind of a unique kind of situation. Mm. But Buffy was my favorite character on there, and she came to town and That's was in the that. Christmas parade. My mom took me down there. But yeah, it was different after the fair was gone.
0: So it's been how many years since? It's been it was 35 or more Too years. Many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> <laughs> um, as someone who grew up in Knoxville, lived in Knoxville your whole life, lived yeah. through the World's Fair, mm-hmm. looking back, like reflecting on it, what is your um, kind of overall like feeling about the event?
2: Well, like you said, I mean, it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it at that time. I mean, I was 19 parking cars, meeting people from all over the world. I mean, you know, I lived here all my life, and not many, many places. So to be able to talk to people from even different places in the United States was really neat for me. I, I enjoyed that part of it, just meeting different people and just talking to them. And, you know, that that was, I did enjoy that part of it. Of course, it was a good way for me to make some cash while I was in school. And,
0: so it definitely helped you yeah, out. Yeah, it helped you, you know, out. That's
2: right. you, know how, you can imagine being 19 living out on. I, I probably wasn't living with my dad at that time. I really can't remember. I don't think I was. Maybe. I don't know. It might have been during the time when I had a house and was living out in Fountain City with this other girl and poor as dirt. So, you know.
0: Well, it gave us this beautiful monument for the city. This right, fantastic yeah. real estate up here yeah. above Primo. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sad that they can't, uh, you know, for and then for years, like, you couldn't even go in those hunts. I remember time. that when we were no, kids. No, you couldn't. Until no. kind of re, like 10 years ago. No. Yeah. yeah.
2: And after it was gone, you couldn't go up there anymore because the, it just, the restaurant that was up there, I guess it closed. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, mm-hmm. for many years, it just sat vacant, which is, you know. Was a big joke, and then they finally cleaned it up. And i think there for a while, even the outside of it started looking really bad. And then they, mm. they kind of, you know, fixed they were, it
1: up. you know, they were originally planning for it to be like two to three times taller than it is. Actually, yes, I one. do
2: remember that. <laughs> and were they not? Uh, and and I might be wrong about this, but I was thinking, was it not originally supposed to?
1: Oh,
0: I don't know. Revolve. That would have been incredible. Oh, uh, surely, surely <laughs> not, not. That would have look been. Look that amazing. up. I'm just wondering. I, I feel like that's – Impossible.
1: That sounds like something like a Isn't myth. It's impossible. That like myth. I'm sure it's possible, but Trey, don't you don't you tell your mother
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> <It is> impossible. <laughs> you got anything else, Grant, for Miss Nichols? No, Trey. I think we I think we got it in. Got all in there. Any other memories from the World's Fair you want to bring up?
2: No, hmm? probably none I should talk about.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: No, I can't really think of anything else.
0: Well, thanks so much for coming on.
2: Well, thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Um,
0: yeah, this was really cool. So we'll see you next time on Knox and On Knoxville's door. Get you guys done.